welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's second Tuesday show with the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association. Every second Tuesday, we like to chat with various destinations and travel and tourism providers um, that are all members of, I, we say IFTWA. It's easier than saying International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association. See, I did that twice. That's cool. But you can go to their website, ifwtwa.org, to learn more. Uh, but today we're going to be talking with Deborah Wakefield from citypass.com. That's the website you really want to go to for discounted tickets. It's amazing because they bundle up admission tickets to top attractions in now over 16 uh, North American destinations. They've been growing. and We're, we're going to find out about that and also how they've gone uh, to having their tickets on an app and also online. And so COVID may have happened, but that didn't stop tourism. And so welcome back, Deborah. How are you? Hey, Lisa, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good. I heard you were just up in Canada. So did you get anywhere near your uh, Toronto? Because uh, I know Toronto is one of your areas, right? That you yeah. have city pass tickets. Toronto is one of our partner destinations, and it's one of our most popular, actually. And while I was there last week, I visited every single City Pass attraction. <laughs> Whoa, how many are there? Well, there are um, several in Toronto, and the it starts with CN Tower. Uh, that's a dedicated ticket that um, takes you up to the observation deck. It's a great way to get a an orientation of the city before you start traveling around. And then um, after you've done that, uh, Casa Loma, which is a beautiful castle that was built in the uh, early 1900s. It's open to the public, great for exploring, has beautiful gardens surrounding it. And while we were Ooh. there, we had dinner in the on-site restaurant, which is a very swanky uh, steakhouse. And it was just a beautiful afternoon and day. Absolutely stunning. We hit the Toronto Zoo, mm. which is the largest zoo in Canada. Very dedicated right now to conservation and preservation of species. Nice. So it's really, when you go through the zoo, there's still the, the joy of seeing all the animals, but it's just even more joyful when you see the natural habitats that they're living in. And there's so much signage around telling you about the conservation efforts that the zoo is uh, undertaking. And we went to the Ontario Science Center on a very hot day. So it was nice to be in the air conditioning <laughs> that day <laughs> and uh, just, you know, played around and did lots of different experiments and things. Great place if you're traveling with kids. And we also did the City Cruises Harbor Tour, which is new to the Toronto City Pass this year. We just added it May 1st. And it take, it's a one-hour narrated cruise around the Toronto Harbor. And that's another really good way to get 
orientated to the city and um, and the waterfront is, is lovely. So we um, we did that in the morning, had a great time. And I know I'm missing one thing. Oh, Royal Ontario Museum. How could I forget them? We spent a full afternoon there, but could have spent an entire day. Um, they have everything from dinosaurs to mummies to an incredible room full of precious gems that we spent a lot of time in. And uh, yeah, so it was a great week. We had a wonderful time. Oh my gosh, this is fun. I want to go to Toronto. We haven't done that yet. And I heard it's such an international city. You know? it's, they say it's one of the most international cities in the world. And I, I want to say there were like maybe 250 different languages spoke within the greater Toronto area. And wow. as you walked around, of course, you hear a lot of English and French because those are the two official mm -hmm. languages in Canada, but you hear everything else too. And mm -hmm. because of that international element, they also have a fantastic food scene. Restaurants are terrific. I don't think you can go anywhere and get a bad meal. You know, you're going to be pretty happy. Wow, this is this is exciting because you 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 know you were just in Toronto and it's we're just I think anybody in the world of tourism and travel and travelers are excited that the borders are back open between the two countries. You know, yes, we want our North yeah. American unity. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but going to the complete opposite down in south in t South Texas, San Antonio. You know, the city with the beautiful river. You know, the Riverwalk. Um, San Antonio has really been growing as a destination over the years. Obviously, you've got places like the Alamo and you've got the missions, um, but that is one of your newer destinations that have come on board. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that and some of the places people can experience uh, using CityPass tickets? Sure, sure. Well, San Antonio is our newest. In fact, it's, a, it's just a wee babe. It's only a few months old. And the San Antonio City Pass ticket gets you into four attractions of your choosing. And the attractions you can choose from are the Go Rio San Antonio River Cruise, which goes Ooh. along that Riverwalk area, which is just beautiful. The San Antonio Botanical Garden, which was stunning when I saw it in the fall, just absolutely gorgeous. San Antonio Museum of Art the San Antonio Zoo, the Tower of the Americas, which is an observation deck, the Witty Museum, and then also the Duseum, and that's spelled D-O-S-E-U-M, as in let's go do something, and that's a hands-on kids' museum. Ah, so you can actually touch and feel and do. I think that the interactive exhibits have really become bigger these years, and museums' attractions have really had to – they've they've innovated like so like you know it's not to keep everyone's attention you know especially for kids to get them involved um it it's we've lost the day of you walk in shut up don't touch don't, don't move <laughs> you know what i mean it's they've had to change and of course like in in art museums and stuff there's definitely the protection of the paintings and sculptures and things but there's always that section okay you've looked, you've behaved, now you can go play on this side, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if you are taking children with you and you travel, 
and you're going to something like a science museum, they will remember so much more if they did the experiment themselves, if they Mm. built something themselves, you know, that really sets the memory in your mind so much more so than just looking around and reading signs and looking at things. I'm I'm looking, you know, I'm right now on your site, everyone again, citypass.com. And I'll put all the links like to IFTWA and CityPass in the show notes, everyone, whether you're listening on YouTube or Spotify, Apple, wherever. Because um, we're everywhere. <laughs> so check it out. <laughs> um, but um, I was looking on San Antonio and, and you're talking about, you know, what it would cost. And, you know, it the savings, is, it looks like we're saving 35% by using mm-hmm. CityPass. And for a family, that is a huge amount to save, right? Yeah, a family of four, you're getting one person in for more than free. That's amazing. That's <laughs> amazing. That is, you know, because it, what we're seeing too, and I don't know, I, I, I'm going to really guess that you guys on City Pass side see it. We're seeing it's not just, you know, mom and dad and the kids, or mom and mom and the kids, or dad and dad and the kids. We're seeing like, multi-generations going out together. The grandparents are going, the great-grandparents sometimes. We're just in a generational swing right now where you can have three generations to four go out to one outing. Are you seeing that with uh, ticket sales that that there's, you know, not the typical four, basically? Right. We do see a lot of family groups and often that will include three generations or mm-hmm. you've got uh, like my husband and I, we don't have any children children of our own, but we often would check out like from the library, our nieces and nephews, take them on a trip somewhere and then we would return them to their parents later. So we love to take trips like that. It was It's always so much more fun when you've got a, a kid traveling with you and you get to sort of see the destination through their eyes mm. and they're, you know, they think airplane travel is great. And those lines, you know, they don't, they don't care about the lines and security. They're just excited. <laughs> so It's all great it's, until they have to go potty. I got to go potty at yeah. the most, you know, the wrong time, the worst time ever. We got to get through TSA. I got to go potty. <laughs> you know, but we but we do see a lot of uh, grandparents traveling with children too, which is nice. Yeah, I think the fourth generation we're kind of stretching it, but it can happen. You know, I'm you know I'm looking at like my generation where my friends of of our grandparents. I don't know how it happened. I'm like, didn't we just graduate high school? Apparently, I'm being told now we're middle age. <laughs> and that 80s music is classic rock. And I'm going, I beg your pardon. How did that happen? <laughs> you know, suddenly I forget. But um, but then I do see it is actually turning into three to four generations. And these, especially post-COVID, people want to get back together. So we're, I think that's what's so great when you can have a group get together. And there's always like the one person in the family that's the, you know, the organizer, the trip planner. And enjoys being organized and doing all the, you know, the list and must do's and all of that. Um, but when you can just go and book the tickets for the whole family, that is significant savings. You know, mm-hmm. you know that if it's a family of eight to 10, that you're, you're basically two people are going to go free. So for a whole family, that's fantastic, especially, you know, for grandparents who are on a fixed income too. Right. You know, parents and grandparents, those two need help. You know? <laughs> and that was one of the the ideas behind City Pass when it was created 25 years ago. Our two owners were still family owned, and the two original owners 
they wanted to create a one ticket system where you had all your tickets to the top attractions. So it took the stress out of that planning phase. Um, If you were going to Seattle or New York for the first time, you had your one ticket that would get you into all the major attractions. So it made sure you didn't miss anything that was a marquee attraction. And you also got to save money. And most of our cities this year are between the 40 and 50% mark in terms of savings. So it's quite, quite a lot of savings. If you're planning to do the attractions we include, it really makes it worthwhile to get a city pass ticket. Mm. This is cool. So San Antonio, everyone, that's especially when the fall season's coming up, the weather is perfect mm-hmm. for San Antonio, right? And I, w- I don't want to, say like we're getting to back to school and things and sometimes there's gifts involved with that you know hey this is a good gift um with you doing a (laughs) lot of online are people able to gift tickets through i know you have a new app which we want to hear about um and people can do things online and and reserve space that's another big deal um but can people gift tickets They can. When you go in to purchase the tickets, you just put in the name of the person who will be using them and their email address, and the tickets go directly to them. They'll pop up in their email within seconds of you making that purchase, and then they are ready to travel. When you get your tickets, you have one year in which to activate them. And that activation occurs when you have the first admission scanned at the first attraction you visit. So if you do gift tickets to people, they'll have a full year to plan when they want to use them. And if it turns out they just can't make the trip for whatever reason, you know, the global pandemic closes everything down, hopefully not again. Um, No. We do have a 365-day return policy on unused tickets. So we will give back the entire amount that you spent to purchase the tickets in a refund. No way. Who does that? We do. (laughs) Well, you rock. I mean, no, seriously. I mean, well, I was looking at this as something really cool for graduation gifts. And like you're saying, like, oh, you know, you're going, maybe, um, you know, you've got a, 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 you know, your kid is going to college in a new city. Like maybe they're going to Boston, right? I know that's one Mm -hmm. of your cities. Yeah. And they're shipping off to Boston. Here's a good (laughs) gift to give them for them to use, you know, throughout the year, their first year there to get acquainted. Right. And we do see a lot of parents who will buy them for their children to use when they're off to school. And we also see wedding parties where you've got a you know, pe- a lot of people coming in from out of town to, let's say you're getting married in Seattle. And we all know that when you're getting married, you have a million things to keep track of and entertaining your out of town guests probably isn't top of mind, but you give them city pass tickets and off they go and they can entertain themselves. That's a smart idea. Yeah. And, and then you've got friends like, oh, you know, they have everything, Right. And mm-hmm. what we're seeing is more and more people are turning towards using their, their, you know, their nest egg in experience more than anything. Now people are really getting it that we live once or maybe we come back, but we don't know how, you know, I don't want to be a cockroach. That's for sure. Um, but, 
you know, I'd like to come back as myself, but a little skinnier, like, no, not skinnier. <laughs> what am I talking about? See, I forgot I'm not my 20s anymore. Again, this is still happening. Um, I'd like to be skinny. <laughs> Let's put it that way if I come back. But no, really, time is short. And experience is everything. And when you can go to some of these places, um, you, you've got museums, gardens, you know, for a garden lover, you know, maybe you, they've already planted their garden. You don't know, okay, do I buy her this tree? But then she'll go, I don't have room. Or, you know, now you're making me change my landscape, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't want to buy the typical bouquet of flowers, which there's nothing wrong with that. We all love flowers. But then, uh, you know, hey, maybe it's a trip to your local botanical garden, or we know you're taking this trip. So we're, you know, maybe you're going to a city that has a garden and city pass has them. I love this gift giving idea. I, I just think you can't, you can't beat giving an experience. That's mm -hmm. what creates memories. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah. Well, and let's talk about Boston too. Because, okay. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead what you're saying. But I, we didn't talk about Boston before, I don't think. No, I don't think we did. That's one of our, you know, I, I don't want to say older destinations, like it's a bad thing, but we have. Well, it's an old city, I'd say. It it's is one of the oldest city. ones in the country. <laughs> and that's one of the great things about Boston is you just walk around and history is everywhere. You it's you cannot escape it. So, um, but for the Boston ticket, that's also a four attraction ticket that saves you 45% off what it would cost to buy the uh, admissions individually. And there are two dedicated tickets, one to the New England Aquarium and one to the Museum of Science, which is another one of those great hands-on science museums. Mm -hmm. And then you choose two more attractions out of a pool of four, the Boston Harbor City Cruise, which I want that. I love. <laughs> the Harvard M Museum of Natural History, which if you want to get on the campus of Harvard and, and poke around, it's a beautiful campus, very historic in itself. And then they have this wonderful natural history museum on site, uh, the Franklin Park Zoo, and then View Boston, which is a brand new observation deck on top of the Prudential Center building. Mm -hmm. And it's See, um, stunning. I've I haven't been myself yet, but they've been sending me all these photos of the observation deck, and it just looks very, very swanky and wonderful. I love that you're in our old city of San Diego, where we started our magazine twenty six over twenty six years ago. Our print magazine started outside Legoland. In fact, when Legoland was breaking ground. In fact, our friend. Um, Peter Norby was one of the people instrumental in bringing Legoland to this country. Oh, and um, yeah, he's, and he's off traveling in his RV right now. <laughs> to cities. Yeah. He, um, yeah, it's amazing. So I know you've got SeaWorld and Legoland and uh, tickets for there. So San Diego, I mean, there's so much um, to experience in that city, but you've got like Birch Aquarium, which is really it's it's different than a regular well I shouldn't say that but because they're doing so much scientific work as well right. and then the USS Midway Museum I think is one of the most um, important if you're into marine history and military history is a good one and mm -hmm. you've got maritime museum you've got the old, and let me just tell you everything you have while you're on the show <laughs> I'm Go so excited it. about it sorry but you've got the old town trolley tours old town San Diego is what you it. Every time someone goes there, they come back and go, I had no idea, 
Mm -hmm. know, it's not what you would typically think San Diego's about. It really kind of shows the history of how that city was founded. And um, it does have an old town and they have amazing Mexican food. That's really important. Yes. And the (laughs) the San Diego City Pass ticket is a little different than a lot of our other destination tickets. It's it's a semi-build-your-own ticket. So you can pick SeaWorld and then three additional attractions, or you can pick Legoland and three additional attractions, or you can pick both SeaWorld and Legoland and three additional attractions. And of course, the price varies depending on Mm -hmm. um, how many of the major parks you include. But those um, additional attractions would be the San Diego Zoo or the Safari Park, the Midway Museum, a city cruise on the harbor, the trolley Mm. which you mentioned, which, yeah, we always forget and think that California is new-ish, you know, it's a newer state. But there were so many cultures there before it became part of the United States. You know, the Spanish were there and there's there's a lot of history there that goes back before California itself was in existence. Uh, okay. Birdarium at Scripps Institute and then the Maritime Museum of San Diego. So lots of good stuff in San Diego. What's I mean, interesting, you have the Safari Park out there and right around the corner from the Safari Park, just between the Safari Park and Ramona is the San Pasquale Battlefield, which is a Civil War battlefield site. Go figure. And who would think that would be in San Diego? I'm just saying. When yeah. you talk about the, diff- the history uh, is... It's so diverse in in San Diego because it's a bay. You know what? It's like San Francisco, right? Whenever you have a harbor, stuff went down. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so that's what I think is so cool that that you bring that up about the and and the military history, too. You know, Mm -hmm. huge. I miss San Diego. You're making me homesick. (laughs) San Diego is wonderful. And it's one of those places where you go and. It, because it's not a huge city, it's a mm-hmm. large city, but it's not overwhelmingly huge. And the weather's always nice and pretty oh. consistent. So it's just a lovely place to be. I love the photo you have. I know exactly where that photo was taken on your website. Swami oh, with the palm trees yes. and the ocean. Swami's, and Yeah, Swami is one of the top surf spots in the world. Yeah, it it's looks like in their photo, in the photo, there are a few little surfers out there. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, I could talk all day on San Diego, so I'll behave. <laughs> um, but so Denver. So right now we have a friend in Denver. And so now I'm going to have to email her and say, hey, while you're there, I know you're seeing Rod Stewart today, but um, tonight you need to stay another day and do some of these sites in the Mile High City. And, you know, Denver is just, I mean, you got all kinds of things. And this is what's so interesting. The way you go on your website, it, you, it's an it's a interesting way of actually exploring and simplifying things down about what you want to do. You can go on your site and pick out the main big attractions you want to do and then fill out your itinerary with other things once you pick these big ones. Do you know what I mean? For, it, for what you do with yes. your site. And that was something else that our, our two founders wanted people to do. They they included the number of sites on the tickets that match the average length of stay for visitors to those destinations. So we have some destinations where it's um, three attractions and somewhere it goes up to five. 
But And we're always valid for nine consecutive days once you activate your ticket, except Denver. Denver's our little oddball at seven days. But so you have nine days in which to do, say, five attractions in New York City. That still gives you plenty of time if you're staying for the full nine days to go hang out in Central Park, explore one of the boroughs, you know, go to Brooklyn for a day. Um, just, you know, kind of take your time and also have enough time to, for example, spend an entire day at the Museum of Modern Art, which you could definitely do. So that was another of their goals was for people not to feel rushed. Like mm-hmm. I have to run to the next attraction in order to get my value out of this ticket. No, you've got nine days, except seven in Denver, and you can really take your time at the, at the attractions and and never feel that pressure of needing to rush off. Yeah, that's that is not fun. I mean, even with press trips, it happens that way, and you're like, okay you know, you're just going to have to come back, which is the point of them, right? But when you are <laughs> right. on vacation, the worst feeling is when you come home and you need a vacation from your vacation. Yeah. You need to have some breathing space. And like, if you're going to a garden, don't you just want to stroll? And then if you want to go have tea in the garden tea room or, you know what I mean? Just breathe and and, yeah. and be able to make the experience. Yeah, if it's absolutely. rushed, that's what I see people. And I mean, you know, we travel full time and We'll go to a place and we'll see people rush around so fast and take the, you know, the main Instagram selfies. Like I was here, but did you even breathe and read or the signs? Did you actually slow down and enjoy the experience? And I think that's that thing where I'm here for one day. I need to do all the big things so fast. It's it's I get it. And it happens when you travel. But when you don't have the, you know, it's so much better to even at least, you know, just slow down and enjoy and, um, and have that breathability and not Mm -hmm. have to do it. Like I have to do it now because ticket says so you can't run your life that way, you know, your trip, you know, Mm -mm. and there are, there are some attractions. I I will say like the nine 11 Memorial and museum in New York city, the National Center for Civil and Human Rights in Atlanta. Those are attractions where you go through and you actually need time afterwards to decompress. Yeah. And really process what you've seen and what you've experienced. You you know, that happened. I know this isn't, I mean, like a, you know, attraction what we're talking about, but that happened to us at Gettysburg. We actually, it was, it was in during COVID times, but things were opening up and, there were so many people in Gettysburg and, you know, it's this huge battlefield and all these graves and, you know, monuments. And, and there were people there actually tracing their family history, calling their grandparents. Hey, was it this person? Is this going to be the right one? Mm-hmm. Go see the graves that were unmarked. And Nancy and I, we had, we had to go to the picnic area and just sit down and hang out. We hung out with a woodpecker. There was this giant <laughs> woodpecker in the forest there, but just to kind of, Breathe in what we were experiencing because some of these places, like the, like you're saying, the civil rights, and you go to those kinds of museums and you start really understanding history. That's not something you go running around taking a selfie in. It just doesn't. That's not. It's not it. Um, you do need to breathe. You do want to actually get it. And I think some of these museums help with people with their family histories. Like I was talking about Gettysburg. It's not an attraction. It just went there, but in my mind, but. 
some of these places put into context some of your own ancestry. And so that's something you want to breathe in. And um, sometimes when you're there, you can actually ask further questions of the of the curators and um, and the staff if you're really going down a rabbit hole of something, which don't we all love a good rabbit hole? <laughs> a good one, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But to understand your family history sometimes that you want to go to an experience that these museums do they have a way of really making it understandable more than sometimes when you're paging through a book of, you know, piles of text that you don't understand. Absolutely. You know, yeah. That's why we had field trips at schools. Do you ever work with schools? I think that's something different, huh? Um, we, we don't typically because the museum yeah. typically will have a school program. Right, right. Specifically for them <clears throat> with certain educators and certain tours already planned out but i think the parents after a school group goes in and that's the thing this is what i was getting at is school groups are important you want to go to the place right because it everything comes alive it's it's taking in all your senses your audio your eyes your your ear everything right and you're there tactile and so that's you know easier to learn but then you know when they go somewhere the kids are like mom dad i want to go back you know take me back you know mm -hmm. so uh, you know that's a that's a cool thing um but you really have i just want to run through the website the where the all the different cities so people know on citypass.com you've got atlanta let's we're going to go in alphabetical order here <laughs> okay, listen, I'm a Virgo. I like order. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You got Atlanta, you've got Boston, Chicago, Dallas, Denver, Houston, New York, Orlando, Philadelphia, San Antonio, San, in San Diego, San Francisco, Seattle, Southern California. So we're looking at Anaheim, right? For well, that, and that includes Disneyland in Anaheim, <clears throat> Universal Studios, Hollywood, and then also... Um, uh, Legoland and SeaWorld. Those are the options oh. for that ticket. Yeah, that makes sense because then like if a family is doing that whole trip, that that whole region, it makes sense. There's San Francisco, Toronto, Tampa, we and not just Tampa, Tampa Bay, uh, Seattle. So you've got some of the biggest cities and the bigger hubs for attractions and museums and there's the fun we've talked about the history but i mean you've got all the roller coasters and you know the disney's like you got the orlando things going on so <laughs> um fun and learning go hand in hand with city pass definitely i love it i love it wow and so there's an app that people can download on their phone right so then you just show people here's my my pass on my app when you go in but um or is it through reservations? How does the app work? Well, the My City Pass app, we just launched that this year too. And you download it to your phone. You can store your ticket within the app. <clears throat> so when you arrive at the attraction, you'll just pull up the app. They'll scan your phone and in you go. If you need to make advanced reservations at some of our attractions, this is a holdover from COVID. And we still have cities like Seattle, New York, um, Chicago, Toronto, where some of the attractions require advanced reservations. You can make those through the app. You'll get notifications, say, for some reason, a, an attraction has to 
modify its hours on a certain day, maybe due to weather or something, um, you'll get notifications. There'll be some special offers that you can take advantage of, but you don't have to use the app. You can just keep the phone or the uh, ticket in your email on your phone and show it that way. And you can make your reservations through the My City Pass webpage. So it's not something where you're required to download a new app, but if you're an app person like I am, you can do that. And it's a nice way to keep everything together in one place. Mm, I agree. You know, what's cool too, and you're on your site that you can see um, you know, everyone, you know, I was talking about everyone doing the Instagrams, right? And you've got like, here's, you know, you, you get inspired section where um, everyone uses uh, hashtag city pass. And you can see people's posts from the different destinations, which is really cool to see people all happy. And um, wow. Now I really I want to go home to San Diego. I'm, I need San Diego right now, man. Are you can I miss home now. You guys are making me nostalgic, but I also want to go to San Antonio. I want that river cruise. You know, oh the the river walk is great. And I should say also on our website, um, we do have a ninety six percent customer satisfaction rate. And you can read a lot of the reviews on our website. We use a third party service to collect and curate those reviews. But in addition to learning if people are happy with their tickets, you also get some great tips and you can look through them and maybe someone was traveling with kids like you're going to be and they've got some good tips for how to use your city pass, you know, to the maximum with children. That's fine. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. The reviews, that's cool. Absolutely. We'll Mm -hmm. buy from city pass again. Bought universal tickets for my family and save a few hundred. We'll definitely buy again. Process was so <laughs> easy and reliable. Thank you. That's cool. Look at that. High rating for sure. Very high ratings. We have a great customer service department. So if you do run into any questions or little hurdles along the way, we have real life human beings who can answer your questions and make sure that you... Um, have no problems using your tickets. I love it. I love it. And I know we're still in the dog days of summer, right? So a lot of travel is happening, a lot of get back to school. And then there's that shoulder season of travel. I know, um, you know, that's a a lot of (laughs) folks who are retiring. They're like, yeah, let's go. But it's also changing because so many people are working remotely now that it's not always weekend travel, right? So it's, it's kind of different now with travel, with people doing more midweek travel. So um, those shoulder seasons are great, great times to travel. Um, and then we get into the holiday season. So what we were talking about is what a great way to gift people um, mm-hmm. during the holiday season, even a hostess gift, if you're going for Thanksgiving, you know, it, what a great gift to give. And um, even for the new year, I'm looking at, hey, give people gifts for the new year. You know, just saying. <laughs> Yeah. Start off 2024. Do you believe we're going there? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) And, you know, it kind of varies from destination to destination as to when they're the most busy. Um, New York, Chicago, Toronto, all those major cities right now are very busy because school's out. But then uh, New York also has this huge spike in travel between Thanksgiving and New Year's because mm. people go into the city for the holidays and it really is a special time to be there. 
Ah, oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because yeah, you, you purchase it according to what day you're going, those nine or seven days. So yeah, I like that mm -hmm. though. Very cool. Well, Deborah, it is always a pleasure to have you on the show. You got me all excited to get back on the road. And we just got here. Now we need to leave. <laughs> but I love it. Um, I do want to ask you one thing before you leave. What about places that want to become part of CityPass? How do they do that? Do they go to citypass.com and just contact you guys through there? Um, you know, if there's attractions that are listening right now that go, well, why aren't we part of CityPass yet? We need to get on it. Um, how does that process work for them? Do they just contact you through the website? Um, they can. We have a whole program management and development team, and they're always looking for new destinations. In the past, when we had printed tickets, it was a little harder to launch a new destination because you kind of had to think, okay, how many people might buy these tickets in the first year? And we have to make sure we print enough. Now that everything has gone mobile, mm. it's a little easier to launch a new city. And we're always looking for new partners. Like I said, we just launched San Antonio and we've got two or three other cities right now with whom we're speaking. And then for attractions, I will say that we um, we go with the attractions that have the highest out of town attendance. Hmm. So if you have an attraction in your city that has just phenomenal attendance, but it's all locals, we typically wouldn't be interested yeah, in that because right. our product is designed for out-of-town leisure travelers mm -hmm. who are coming to experience the destination and then go back home. So we do look at the top attractions in terms of attendance. And when new major attractions open, uh, like when the 9-11 Memorial Museum opened, um, we immediately put them on the ticket because we just knew that was going to be a major attraction. Um, but we're always looking for new major attractions that are popping up in our cities. That's fantastic. You know, you're right, because when you have something in your backyard, they typically have programs already for locals, too. Mm -hmm. um, and it's good to support them, you know. Um, but it's great to have discounted tickets for your relatives coming into town. You know? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, because, you know, if the whole family's coming and that's the other thing, you know, when, you know, Uncle Joe and, and you know, the 12 kids are coming um, and they're staying at your house for a week, you know, after three days, you're starting to like, hey, you need to go do something. Um, I have to go to work and you need to go do stuff. Um, here's some tickets. Go, <laughs> go have mm -hmm. fun. <laughs> go experience the city and report back later. But, um, you know, and that's the reality, right? Um, so I love what you're doing. And, it, and I think it's great for the fact that you're being online and having an app too. That's the thing. I mean, how many times have we all traveled and went, uh-oh, you know, did we bring the passport? I wish the passport programs would get better on that too, <laughs> you know, because I mean, I wish we could vote online politically and then maybe it would stop a whole bunch of shenanigans, but uh-oh, did I say that? Didn't mean it that way. <laughs> but you know what I mean? If we could do things more online, you don't tend to lose things. And in travel, anything can happen. You can lose your wallet. You can, you know luggage gets lost on an airplane, right? And it had your city pass tickets in it. That that sucks. I know they can call you and say, hey, help. But um, being online and having that kind of online thing, isn't that great, you know, um, that you can have that proof, just like when you book a hotel room, that you can have proof that I did actually buy this, 
you know, on your phone through your email or, I mean, when people purchase tickets online, do they have to print them out? And no. or do they just show the, the, Hey, this is what we have, you know, on my if, phone, you can see it. If you're someone without a smartphone, which that pool of people is getting smaller and smaller, yeah, you can print out your ticket, but most people just keep it on their phone and just show the phone screen and, you know, it's a Off quick and then they go. We used to have in the past when we had printed tickets, we would get a lot of calls at customer service from people who'd left their tickets somewhere or couldn't find them or, you know, something had happened to them. Yeah. But, and then it does. Yeah. That becomes a drama and, and nobody wants that when they're traveling. No, no. <laughs> the whole point of city pass is to skip the drama and just go into the attractions and have fun. But, you know, very few people lose their phone. Most people have their phone is like, you know, grafted to their hand. So they're not <laughs> probably going to lose that, which means they're not going to lose their city pass ticket if it is a mobile ticket. Right, right. Oh, everyone, I know you know the website by now. It's citypass.com. We want to thank Deborah for joining us and also the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association, which we say IFTWA. Um, I know that their conference is coming up in October. It's a cruising conference going from Vancouver to L.A. Uh, with stops over in San Francisco for some of the travel writers on board. It's their annual uh, professional development conference, and City Pass is part of that. So you may want to check that out. Uh, if you're a travel writer, you do not need to be a member of IFTWA, though I highly suggest you should be because, you know, I know. <laughs> I'm just it's a good organization. Deborah, you've been, you've been, CityPass has been a member for a while, right? Uh, with IFTWA. Um, a couple of years. We're, we're a newer member. I, I think it's been three years now. Okay. But and, you're, and you're it working is a great them. organization. We love it. Yeah. Um, so check it out, ifwtwa.org and the writers in San Francisco. Um, off you get off the cruise and explore San Francisco with some awesome tickets. Oh, before you go, I know I don't want to go to overtime, but I am. San Francisco, can we just mention like, hello, that's a city of like, that is attraction city. That is. That's, that's, I mean, you've got a list for San Francisco, right? We uh, do. Um, yeah, San wow. Francisco is a great place and it's just chock full of neighborhoods. So even just wandering around the city on your own is quite the adventure. Um, but in San Francisco, we have two dedicated tickets on our San Francisco City mm -hmm. Pass. California Academy of Sciences, which is in Golden Gate Park, mm -hmm. and then the Blue and Gold Fleet San Francisco Bay Cruise, which is a wonderful way to go under the Golden Gate Bridge, which is a, a vantage point not many people get to see. And then it also takes you around Alcatraz Island, so you get to see that as well. Hmm. And then you can pick two additional attractions from Aquarium of the Bay on Pier 39, the Exploratorium, which is another hands-on kids museum, San Francisco Museum of Modern Art, San Francisco Zoo and Gardens, and the Walt Disney Family Museum, which is out at the Presidio. The Presidio, well, the Presidio and Golden Gate Park are all connected, as I remember, right? That's that. So I mean, I mean that that whole area is amazing, and that is the founding of San Francisco is Presidio Park, which is also like people live there. <laughs> There's it's a neighborhood within a national park unit. And at the same time, there's galleries and all kinds of museums. And 
Um, it's the final stop of the Juan Batista de Anza National Historic Trail. It's a very important city spot. And that trail went from Mexico um, through Tucson. It was led over 200 and I think it's 228. I might be wrong, but it's over 200 people on foot went 600 miles south of Mexico border up into Tucson area, followed uh, with Father Font and um, Juan Batista de Anza. And they had no deaths except for one lady right outside Tucson died during childbirth, but they walked uh, all the way to San Francisco. And that's how the ba- this city was founded in the Presidio. And mm. um, it's really amazing history. And that's why we went there for, you know, but the museums and everything you're talking about, I mean, it's all around that area and you, it's iconic. You can't go to San Francisco without <laughs> being Golden Gate. Like you can't, and you've got to do Pier 39. And then of course, you know, you got to get some chocolate, <clears throat> don't we? Sourdough and chocolate when you're in San Francisco. Yes, Those are two things yes. you must have. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, that city is, is going through a little bit of a renaissance again. And, um, so I, I encourage people to go and, and I hope I'm, I'm going to be following IFTWA when they have this, um, you know, all their different media trips because all the writers are out and they're posting on Instagram and Twitter. Hashtag is IFWTWA. So we'll be able to see all these destinations, um, you know, that Deborah was talking about for San Francisco and, and all the destinations that are part of this um cruise so uh this conference cruise so it's going to be very cool but thanks again deborah always a pleasure having you on the show and it's so exciting to hear the growth uh that city pass has been going through that's exciting oh thanks for having me this was fun always fun thank you